The desolation was oppressive. The insects made no sound, and had she not seen them moving up close, she would have assumed that they were some trick her mind was playing on her. Samantha's heart stopped as another large shadow flashed to the right of her again. She turned rapidly and found only an empty shell of an entryway staring back at her. Her stomach nearly rolled over as heavy breathing caressed her left ear, and her feet cemented themselves to the ground. I was afraid you wouldn't come, pretties. Something was being dragged through the sand, and the new arrival of sound filled her body with dread. A gnarled tip of something caressed the back of her neck, and it propelled her to react. She threw up both hands and sprinted several feet forward in a fear-induced panic, and her screams filled her ears. She turned around and saw a deformed body. It stood unsteadily upon two grayish legs that seemed to ripple, as though something was moving just under the first layer of flesh. Yous don't remembers me, does you, even after I gives you so much. As one of the security guards looked into room 2614 while checking on one of the tormented patients, his hands instantly went to the baton that hung on his utility belt. His eyes adjusted to the pale light coming from inside the room, and he stared in disbelieving horror. The woman inside the room appeared to be bleeding from hundreds of cuts on her body. He quickly reached into his pockets and pulled out his rubber gloves. The woman's screams escalated and his vision was ripped away from his hands to her tortured face. He accomplished the task of putting the gloves on, while his eyes and mind stared uncomprehendingly at the scene unfolding within the room. The guard watched as the woman ripped off her gown and exposed her body to him. Blood streamed from hundreds of deep lacerations on her torso and legs. He looked at her hands but saw no instrument that would have allowed her to mutilate her flesh in such a fashion. As his fingers closed around the handle of the door, her body arched backward, causing her to strike her head on the floor as her feet remained fixed. Her screams rang in his ears and he struggled with the door handle as she bent backward again, striking her head and spraying blood all over the walls of the room. After the first turn, he could simply follow the shouting and mass of humanity that was converging towards the end of the hall. He saw staff members who had been in the room push their way through the waves of bodies that were standing by to render aid. Lattes and ten-dollar bagels spilled all over the white and black speckled floor. A wave of déjà vu came over James, and the image of the tactical team throwing up all over the front lawn pushed to the forefront of his thoughts. James pulled out his badge and began to pull people out of the way. Some moved easily, while others he had to literally pick up and toss. There were shouts of aggravation, but he paid them little note as he neared the door. Whatever had happened was over now, and it seemed that the chaos now stemmed from the staff who were trying to determine what to do. Shouts of, You stupid bastard, he was a cop, don't you think they will want some answers? And, who in the hell was supposed to be guarding him for safety? He nearly killed someone on the way here, spurred him on. The world swayed under him as he pushed through the door and took in the cause of the panic. He momentarily lost his footing and nearly fell. The scent of rotting meat mixed with fresh blood filled the room. A strong pair of hands caught him and stood him upright. Sir, 
You can't be here. This area is off limits. It's thought to contain a possible contagion.